Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Okay. Good morning and welcome to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping KLE Podcast. Great to be with you again. Uh, we are on the KLE Podcast page as a live video, also on YouTube on my channel, and you'll find a whole bunch of things on there, uh, including your the Leadership Boost, the KLE, etc., and Relationship Saturday as well. So great to be with you in our conversation this morning, and as usual, we've kicked off with some interesting stuff. I sort of had this thing in mind, but it looks like we're going somewhere else, but who knows where we're going to end up in this conversation, because we just like trusting God to direct our conversation. Um, well, actually, we don't even do that. We just like converse. We just talk and you record. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, we're talking, hit the record button. So we're not trusting God for any kind of meeting mindedness. This is just our discussion. Steve and I, we started off something and uh, Steve basically has started off with, uh, we've had a good laugh about this, but how um, the church and Christians tend to gravitate towards, um, what's the word, physical regulation, obligation, physical kind of uh, requirements to, in fact, exact or bring the kingdom of God here. And so Steve was sharing some thoughts on that. So let's keep going with that one, Steve, right now. I think it's interesting. Well, like you said, the frustrating thing for me is that I have all these friends that, and it says once begun in the spirit, are you now going to complete it in the flesh? You know, I mean, we start something in the spirit or God starts something moving in us in spirit and then somehow we try to get all these external trappings on it and make it more make it more the kingdom of god make it acceptable and so if you don't do it now the way that i'm thinking about doing it and have all these external trappings you are not a part of the kingdom of god it um like for instance the calendar um you know this is a certain month uh when they celebrate the feast of tabernacles and uh which is great i mean i i'm all for the feasts and everything else but it says that you do it now spiritually you know all these things are done spiritually so why is it if the kingdom of god is within you why do we keep gravitating as the church or just as a people trying to put external trappings back on something that will um what do you call it not identify it but it's almost like it, it it puts a stamp of approval on it that now it's the kingdom yeah and uh, or, or we call it the kingdom hoping that everybody will think it is yes. and <laughs> and preach whatever we want or talk about whatever we want and it's just i don't know it's just it it got me so frustrated this morning because i have so many friends and so many acquaintances that are that are in that right now and they call it the kingdom of god when actually the kingdom of god is within you and i should be helping you establish the kingdom of god within you rather than saying okay if we do these certain things jump through these certain hoops uh obey these different feasts and these promises and these whatever now all of a sudden this is the kingdom of god yeah just i don't know it's just frustrating to me it is, you know, and, and that's over the, over the years, what I've noticed is we've got the two extremes, like you've mentioned, we've got on one end, we've got those that call that tag everything kingdom, and therefore it is. Um, and then on the right. other end, there's like, nothing is kingdom unless I say so. And, uh, and so we've right. got this right. disparity between, you know, one extreme to the other, and everybody falls sort of in the middle and has no clue on what it is and and in fact colossians chapter one says that the father has made us meet or able or given us the right the privilege the capacity to be uh, to be translated from the kingdom of darkness or out of darkness the tyranny of darkness right. into the kingdom of the son of his love so 
we we have been transferred, but it's like it's again, you know, I know this. I've said this, and I would say, I'll say it to ad infinitum. But we try to transfer back. But, but that's it. The thing <laughs> we try is, to transfer back all the time. We we trying to live in an old kingdom with a with a with a darkness mentality, trying to live in a new kingdom. And uh, I heard I heard a very a, a very um, inspirational Bible teacher saying that the the kingdom was just a a an era or a, just a time. What do they call it? A dispensation. And it's we right. The kingdom dispensation started with Jesus, with God creating man on the earth and giving him rule and dominion and authority over all the works of his hands. That and to care for the to manage this this expansion on the earth, which is the expansion of the culture of the kingdom of God. That's that's really right, what we're right. to expand, but but not by rules and regulations. So the kingdom started then. And it's going to keep going until all the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God, you know, and everything is made right. subject to under the feet of Christ. Now, you said something earlier that I thought, you know, you said it seems like there's a proliferation in the earth of all these things of people trying to establish some kind of measure, some kind of requirements of this is kingdom, that's kingdom, this you've got to do this to be kingdom, whatever. And I, you know what I really think, Steve, if this is just me, I, and I'm saying I think because I don't have a specific anything on it, but when I, when, I, when I look at humanity and I look at what's going on in the world right now, I mean, all the, it seems like every institution, every government, every nation is like shaking. It's everything is shaking. And the one government that never changes, the one Political system, economic system, social system, just judiciary system that never changes, never alters, never fades, keeps on growing, is forever established, is the kingdom of heaven. It is established forever, and it right. is uh, the, the rulership of the king of kings. And I think humanity, the whole earth is crying out for that. And that's why they're crying out for the manifestation of the sons of God who reflect and represent the government of God, right, right. not the government of man, right. you know? And, and right. so I think, and another scripture, sorry, one, one other thing is I was thinking when you were talking now is that the, the, um, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's talking about feasts. It's not talking about, you know, right. eating and drinking. It's right. talking about the feasts, celebrations, festivals. It's not in that, but in, the right, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy and Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost. You know, so the Holy Spirit is the one that brings into us the the full representation to being the governor, the representative of heaven. He comes in and right represents heaven in our heart. Now we go out into society, into community, into the nations, into politics, all the kingdoms, you know, of this world. And we represent and reflect now. So the world, the earth, the cosmos systems are waiting for the manifestation of the sons who represent and, and, and reflect as citizens, you know? That's, you know, that, that... It's almost like we heard something. Yes. It's almost like we heard a promise. Yeah. We heard we heard promise. Can you hear me? No, no. Can you hear me now? We heard, we heard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's almost like it's almost like we heard this promise or we heard something. We heard a move in, in the spirit. We heard kingdom of God. OK, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, we try to, as it says in Ezekiel, you set your post beside my post, your pillars beside my pillars, your threshold beside my threshold. But it's not mine. Yes. Yes. Now, son of man, show the house of the house. It's almost like. We're trying to duplicate something we've heard, just like Jacob. Okay, Jacob means supplanter, deceiver. It says the promise was sent, or the word was sent unto Jacob, but it lighted upon Israel. Jacob and Israel were the same dude. It's just, it's just there was a process that happened to Israel till he realized, I cannot perform this. I cannot do this. Yes. This is something where 
where only God is. And, and all the way along his life, he had the promise, but yet he tried to fulfill it by the flesh. He tried to fulfill it some other way. Yeah. Even got his mom involved to try to fulfill his inheritance <laughs> to get at one point in time. Yeah. 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 So, so that whole thing, it's like we, we have not, we have not moved over into the spirit of it. We're still trying to accomplish it in the flesh of it. And we're still remaining as Jacob. Once you become Israel, it says, uh, Jacob, have I created Israel? Have I formed? Yeah. There's a formation process. When you, the Lord speaks it to you, you're still Jacob crying out loud. Yeah. You're yeah. still, he knows you're going to try to perform it. He right. knows you're going to try to run out and do whatever it is to try to get it. But he sends you through this process of time, process of whatever, until finally you become that word. The word is manifested through you. You become that word, and then he sends you. Yeah. That's it. Because you, at that time, are the promise. Yeah. You are being, you are my weapons of war. You are my battle axe. And so he sends us into the situation to change that situation, to change the culture, to change the whatever. But there's a process of time happens, even though we've received the promise, we still are trying to perform it by our own antics, by our own principles. I don't know what, just the thing that keeps getting me is this thing about going back under the law or going back to the, to the calendars, going back to the, and, and like it says in Colossians, uh, the end of Colossians, it says, Where, wherefore, if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of this world, why, as though living in the world, are you subject to the ordinances, it's... such as touch not, touch not, taste not, handle not, which all perish with the using, after the commandments and doctrines of men, which indeed, uh, things have indeed a show of wisdom, and we'll worship in humility and neglecting the body, but it's not in any honor honor and satisfying of the flesh. I yep. mean, there's no honor in this. Yes. We continue to do it, but there's no, it's a, not an honoring of the kingdom. It's not the king God, because yep. the kingdom of God is within you. Right. And so it, it's not an outward thing, even though if the kingdom of God is within you, just like it says in James, you, you will see my faith because of my works you're going to see you know but you should be able to see the times and the seasons in my life you'd be able to read the calendar of god in my life not not because i'm keeping it outwardly yeah. does that make sense yeah. yeah just like the feast of passover passover i keep christ in my heart he is the passover i he became the pat he is the passover lamb i keep passover 365 days a year. Yeah. Because I keep he, Pentecost. He's the lamb, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So so we we that's right. That's right. We celebrate and separate the word talks about um separating Christ as Lord in your hearts. And and so same right. time as Christ as Lord in your heart. And so so as we do that every day, we're celebrating all the feasts because he is the culmination of feasts of calendars of um, new moons old moon right. um you know every regulation every requirement you know because he is the fulfillment of the yeah, law tabernacles yeah the whole thing yeah from from, yeah. from the one from god from with us nailed to the end of the sheepskin and badger skins and everything else skins at the at the other end of the of the of the tabernacle he is it all you know he is everything that's why you know we what we want to do is celebrate the little nail you know it's like oh it's a silver nail look how wonderful the right. nail is it you know yeah that's you know <laughs> celebrating my fingernail you know yeah comes the fingernail whoa we're so excited about sean's fingernail you know <laughs> just like really um uh you missed the point <laughs> it's just uh, so yeah i mean and that's the thing is what i mean this is what we, you and i talk about all the time steve is that what we the thing that i think that we are we have this thing against is that 
the church is being established as a religion and so is the kingdom of god you know it's like okay so right, it's not right it's not church it's kingdom i mean we were around somebody that would go um you know that's babylon this is zion <laughs> and and right. um, and then it ended up that uh, he was the only one that was Zion. Everything else was Babylon. <laughs> so he was the only one that was right. right. Everything is wrong, you know. And just and we're trying to do that again. And we we eliminating, uh, we're not eliminating. We're removing people from enjoying their the benefits and the privileges of being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven simply because they're right. not meeting requirements, you know, and, and, and right. we're playing this heavy load on ourselves and others. And it's just ridiculous. You know, it's just, it's crazy. But since where the spirit of the Lord is, there's Liberty. Right. So what happened to the Liberty? Yeah. Wherein Christ has set you free or made you free. That's what happened right. to that Liberty? Yeah, and exactly. we come back under the bondage of some of these things. Uh, even like uh, uh, I know I have some friends that that won't pray without a prayer shawl. You know, you and I were talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what happened to if you want to go go with that? What happened to a man praying with his head covered? Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you want to go with the law, let's go with the law. Let's go the whole way. In fact, let's pull out our our um, you know leather men and start hacking off some skin you know just like line up guys right <laughs> right right so. yeah oh a leatherman that doesn't sound good but yeah that's true there but you know if you want to keep a little bit of it and see that i guess that's the thing a little leaven yeah yeah exactly it leavens the whole lump yeah but that's only so you put that little bit that's only sin you understand you see if somebody's smoking we could all end up smoking you know, that's, you got to understand. Oh, oh, that's what it is. It is. Okay. All yeah. right. It's got nothing. I've never tried smoking leaven, but. <laughs> that would really make you high, wouldn't it? It'd make you raise up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Eleven. I smoke in leaven. Make me high. <laughs> I know what that turns into. Levination. Levitation. 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 <laughs> oh gosh yeah i mean um in galatians chapter 5 1 it says it was for freedom that christ set us free therefore keep standing firm and do not become subject again to a yoke of slavery and the the greek word there means to, uh, do not be subject again or made subject again to a to um, bondage to a slavish spirit Right. And right. The, thing, the thing about a slavish That's, spirit is you don't have initiative. You never have initiative in the spirit. You you never have ownership of of the the inheritance. You you don't have it. You're a slave. So you're always subject to being told what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, how fast to do it, how slow to do it, who to do it with, and who to not do it with. That's a slavish spirit. So you're in bondage all the time, enslaved. Jesus came saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It takes, that's the trans, the forming you were talking about. It's that transformation of mindset. So that we, we move right. from this, this kingdom of darkness, this cosmos of darkness, this place of tyrannical slavish bondage. In fact, another place in the Bible, it talks about the elements of this world. He talks about don't come under the elements. Oh, um, where's that? Yeah. Chapter Isn't that in Roman? No, that's uh, Galatians as well. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just can't remember where it is right now. But he talks about that and he says, uh, um, oh, man. Where is that now? Uh, is it uh, four nine? Four nine? Yes. yes. Is that it? That right. talks yes. about beggarly elements. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Now, and um, he says, but, "Oh yeah, verse ten. Yeah, but now you, you have come to know God, or rather, to be known by God. How is it that you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved all over again?" 
you observe days, months, right. and seasons, and years, and I fear for you that perhaps I've labored over you in vain. In other words, that I've I've labored to bring this gospel of the kingdom to you in vain. But that elemental right. um, things, worthless, weak, and worthless elemental things. I was reading a a Greek um, expose on that, and it was talking about that this is base things of this earth and what it, it's actually connected to demonic influence. And so when oh, really? you subject yourself to slaver, slavish regulation, obligation, and religious kind of format, you're actually connecting yourself to demonic influence. Yeah, I know that whenever you say uh, the baser elements of man, yeah. Just in the world, you talk about the baser, the baser man or the baser elements of man is talking about the animalistic instincts right. of a man. It's talking right. about just uh, what makes him an animal, not not what not what makes him a spirit man, but what makes him animal, what right. makes him uh, on the earth a live being. Yes. And it's, uh, so you talk about the baser elements. And it says, why would you choose that again? Yeah. Because it is a choice. Yeah. And, and what they're saying, exactly. once, once having begun in the spirit, are you going to complete this in the flesh? Yeah. Once having begun in the spirit, are you going to try to fulfill the rest of this? And, and just when the uh, disciples, uh, you know, Jesus was talking and, and the disciples came to him, a couple of them came to him and says, all right, who's going to be on your right hand and your left hand when you come into your kingdom? Yeah. See, they were still, even after being with him that long, they were still thinking about the kingdom of God as an outward expression or as an outward. Yeah. No, it does express itself outwardly. They were still looking for something else. And it's almost like we're still doing that. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's uh, even, like you said, to put a uh, kingdom of God, um, we're going to have the kingdom, uh, uh, the kingdom extraction uh, of uh, whatever week, you know, this is going to be our seminar. Uh, you know, we're going to take the kingdom extraction principles and and be able to do whatever. And uh, but it doesn't deal with anything in in here that makes you come into the kingdom. Most all of it is done externally to where now we're going to follow these certain principles. We're going to set up our church or our organization like kingdom and now all of a sudden everything externally becomes kingdom oriented and we've done nothing about the kingdom of god inside you yeah and i guess that's where it gets me is that the kingdom of god the throne is right in there it's in your heart it's in your it's in your innermost being that's where the throne of the most high is mm -hmm. and we're still trying to find this or trying to uh, work it up even to the fact of if i say okay we've got to have kingdom uh in our church structure so now we got to have apostles and prophets we got to have teachers we got to have this we got to have that uh we've got to have elders we've got to have if you go by the law of that you're going right back into bondage again because you're trying to set it up externally yeah but if you go by the spirit of it, it's going to happen naturally. Right. Yeah, exactly. The kingdom of heaven will happen naturally of the kingdom of God at hand. It will happen naturally. Yeah. But if we try to set up externally, it's not going to, it's, it's going to be done externally. It's, and we're going to have just one more, one more. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. The thing about it is, is that, um, you know, Jesus, I always look at Jesus and his leadership and and he didn't come and try and replicate the Sanhedrin. <laughs> he, he didn't. Right. Do, he didn't try and set up another government in opposition to the Roman government. In fact, he never, right. ever criticized the Roman government. Never. He never did. Well, that's true. He didn't, did he? He, he, he dealt with the religious leaders, but he never, ever said, he never voiced anything about opposition to the Roman occupation. 
And he never, never tried to get his disciples and say, you guys are going to be the new priests and Pharisees and Sadducees. He never dealt with that. He came in and worked immediately in building relationships with them, imparting to them a whole new mentality, a mindset. And the one time Peter like gets it all wrong, you know, says, oh, we need to set up tabernacles. Let's set up buildings. Yeah, yeah. Here. Let's monuments let's put up monuments man that we were here and you were here right. you know and just like jesus goes um hey get behind me you know it's like you've got nothing you're not mindful it's in, in that's a bit that's where i get the whole mindset thing because he said your mindset is is not of god it's of people it's not god pleasing it's people pleasing it's not centered on a love for God, but a love for people. In other words, there's the separation. You, you're not focused on the spiritual of, of where God, the source of these things, you're trying to center around the physical, the requirement of the physical realm. And that's right. what religion does. Religion brings us into the physical. It doesn't take us into the supernatural. And it's, it slaves us. I mean, the word there, is enslaved all over again. And the word enslaved means to be an un, um, an involuntary slave. Right. So in other words, when you begin to step into doing these weak, worthless, elemental things, if you desire to do them, you're placing yourself back under a slavish spirit. You get enslaved. You become into bondage again. And Jesus said, my yoke is easy. That yoke is, uh, you know, heavy burden, wearisome, tiresome. It, it's just not going to work, you know. And we, right. And uh, let me just paraphrase, you know, not paraphrases. Let me throw this in here as an edit. What we're not saying is independence and rebels and right, 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 and wonderful things. You know, people get this idea. Oh, well, then I don't need anybody. You know, right. you cannot function like that. That's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about the spirit of man and who, where you connected to, and how you how you live this Christian. You know, right. Well, Satan says I'm going to be just like the Most High. He didn't say I'm going to do it differently. Yeah. So every time God speaks something, or every time He He does something, it it really is a tactic of the enemy to come right alongside and try to replicate that in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. So what he tries to do is make it happen or make you think you can make it happen right alongside. Yeah. Um, I, I used to lead praise and worship this um, with this one particular gentleman. And uh, um, during one of the practices, I remember him saying, okay, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's go ahead and this song will sing in this key. And then we'll modulate, we'll modulate up and then we'll modulate up again. And then the next song we'll sing at that key, which is, and then we'll modulate that up. And by that time, um, people will be singing at the top of the threshold of their voice and it brings excitement and, and uh, it, it brings in that, that feeling of, of high praise and worship. And then we'll take the offering. Hmm. And then what we'll do is we'll go back and we'll start at that and then we'll sing once more and we'll modulate at that and then we'll sing in the spirit right here. What that was doing was manipulating people yeah. to, to do all that stuff and to bring about a response, but it wasn't a response in the spirit. It was a soulish response meant to replicate that of the spirit and it was not even the same. It felt the same. Yeah. Because people think it's the same thing, but it's not. Yeah. One of them's produced by Satan. Yeah. And the other one's produced by the Spirit of the Living God. One of them brings you back into bondage. The other one, the other one shows you your liberty and brings you into that expression right. of the Spirit of God. Right. And that's where I'm talking about as far as just even the even saying we gotta have elders, we gotta do this. Now, all of a sudden, I run around trying to establish the kingdom of God, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and trying to do it naturally rather than letting the spirit of God, rather than, like you said, beginning to work the relationships, doing how Christ did it, 
and then watching God do that stuff by the spirit of God. They who are sons of God are led by the spirit of God, not led by all these principles and all these. I'm not saying throw the principles out. I'm just saying that once you are led by the spirit of God, people are going to read. You're going to be a living epistle of the principles known and read of all men. They're going to read it in your life. Yeah, you you have to embody them. You know, it's just like, and that that comes to the law as well. You know, Moses said to to Pharaoh, you know, we we obey God rather than man. And what is what right. he was basically saying is is that you know we will not subject ourselves to somebody who doesn't embody the law of God. You right. Know, it's like if you if if you don't live this, then, you know, we, we're not, we don't want to be subject to this anymore, you know, and, and right. uh, we've got to embody, I mean, I talk about principles all the time, because I just feel like principles are these like universal laws, like Jesus, right, right. Truths, you know, that are universal, you cannot violate them, they are there, but not as a regulation, not as a law, You've got to catch right. the spirit of it and and make it right. part of you, right? Because if you don't do that, then then what governs you? You know, it's just. But the right. thing about it is, if you do not embody it, if if you don't make, uh, Jesus said about the 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 wise man and the foolish man. He said the wise man hears the word and does it, and well, his house right. is built upon the rock. And the floods come and the storms come and it stands firm. But he who hears it but doesn't do it, he builds his house on the sand. In other words, there's no foundation to him and the floods come and great is the fall of it. Same flood, same crisis, same strategy, but the one stood firm, the other one didn't because the one took those things, took what what the, the spirit of the word and made it part of who they are and and lived it out right. and taught others the same remember when jesus said also he said um if your righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the pharisees you've got no righteousness you know and and that right. the thing is because the pharisees would say this is what you have to do but couldn't do it themselves didn't embody it didn't right it, they were they were just hearers and tellers but they weren't um doers they weren't they didn't make a part of who they are you know you know what sand is? Broken What's sand. Broke, broken. Yeah. yeah. So the one to to hear it and to do it, you build your house is like the man that builds his house upon the rock. To hear it and not do it is like a man who builds his house upon a sand. There's bits and pieces of the rock. You got little bits of revelation of it. Mm. There's a lot of dirt and other stuff. A lot of soil. A lot of earth a lot of natural mixed in there with it. And so it's not that so solid thing that gives you something to stand on. It's not a firmament. It's right. not something firm. It's little bits and pieces of, re- I got little bits and pieces of revelation of the doctrine, but it's not, it's not Christ. Right. right. The Messiah, the one who, who all of heaven and earth is founded upon. Um, you said, I'd seen a little while ago, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. If if indeed Christ is doing this, it's not a yoke. Yeah. You're you're joining with him to do this thing. Right. Uh, I went into a, uh, a Cracker Barrel restaurant. I don't think we're supposed to say things on. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I went into this restaurant, and the and the uh, waiter said, "What type of eggs do you want? How do you want your eggs?" I said, uh, "I want Jesus eggs, please." And so he writes them down. And he goes back into the back, and and uh, uh, the <laughs> the chef comes out, and he says, "I'm sorry, sir." He says, "I have no idea what Jesus eggs are," and I said, "Well, it says in the scripture, my yoke is easy." I said, "Just make it with the yoke easy. I mean, that's that's fine. You know, over easy is fine." And he goes, "Oh man, that's really bad," <laughs> but uh, you know. It, it it is a it is a lightness. It is something where the spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. Yeah. He came to he came uh, you uh, whom the Son makes free. It doesn't say sets free. It says makes free is free indeed. He has made us free. We were created free. 
Yeah. We were created as free men. Why would we want to go back into bondage? Well, that's it. So, yeah. So keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. The problem is, is that people put slavery on us. You know, they put these elements, right. these weak and, and beggarly or weak and um, what's the word? Um, weak and useless. Um, no. Worthless. Yeah, it weak says beggarly on this. Yeah. Worthless, um, elemental things um, to which you desire to be enslaved all over again. So, you know, they create a desire in wow. you to go back to that. And, you know, that was like, the, I, I was thinking about the Israelites, you know, they kept wanting to go back to the flesh pots of, of Egypt, you know, is they forgot right. slavery of 400 years, the, the tyranny, the the yoke, the heavy burden of slavery that was upon them, that they couldn't decide their life, they couldn't function as, as God's as God's people, they couldn't function like that. All their rights, all their freedoms were stripped away. And so, you know, and now they they're going through the through this journey and they want to go back to that. And God's saying, but I've got a I've got a place for you. And these are your rights and privileges. You can live as a nation under me. No, we want a king. <laughs> right. That was the end of it. You know, it's like we yeah. want to be just like Egypt. You know, we want a king to direct. All the, yeah, all the other nations. Yeah, we just want to be like yeah. them, you know. And so they kept hunkering back. You know, they kept desiring to go back to that, forgetting that who they were, who God created them to be. And, you know, for me, I... And what I see is that God was showing them little bits of what kingdom life is like, what the kingdom colony right. or the kingdom culture is like. And, and unfortunately, they couldn't get it because they weren't born again. They didn't have the governor of the spirit within them. And so right. you put in rules and laws and regulations to show them what this community looks like. And they couldn't do it. They just didn't get it. They couldn't get the spirit of it. Yeah. So, so they violated all the time. Even after, Sorry? Yeah, even after going through the Red Sea, yeah. even after having their back to the sea and, the, and Pharaoh coming down on them and the Lord parts the sea, they're going out in the wilderness. And the first, <laughs> the first things they do, you know, Moses goes up for a couple days to find out because they said, Moses, we can't hear from God ourselves. You go up and be as, you know, as somebody to, for us. Yeah. So you hear from him and then tell us. Well, he's gone for a couple days. So first thing they do is now they have melt down all their stuff and make a golden calf. Yep. Now, we're going to make our own religion. We're going to make a God that'll serve us the way we think we need to be served. Yeah. And whatever it is, we'll still worship it. And we'll still listen to it, <laughs> even though it doesn't talk. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now set myself up. We're going to do it just like just like as though God were actually doing this, we're going to do it just like we know how to do it. Well, of course, they first and we just themselves keep, up and keep, keep doing the same junk over. Yeah. Same right. principle. Right. Same principle yeah. over and over again. They set themselves up first, a senior pastor, and said, you make us a golden calf, you know? And uh, Right. And, and the thing, right. that, you know, we're talking about these elemental things that have demonic influence. The interesting thing about it was when I... Did a bit of research into that that whole incident there around the golden calf. Do you know that it broke out into a sexual orgy in the nation? So much so that when Moses came down off the mountain, he said, "Who's with me and the Lord?" And Levi, the the Levite said, "We are." And he said, "Strap your sword to your side and kill everyone that's indulging in this." And they went out and began to just slaughter wow. everybody that was. So it was like a, a, a worship now of, of sex to this idol um, that was an, a total abomination. But right. they'd seen this somewhere before. So they were now adopting the old style right. of doing things. And, and then Aaron, Moses says to Aaron, what have you done? He said, oh, no, the people asked. And I, so we took gold, threw it in the fire, and this thing popped out. 
mean, so really, I mean, this whole system just popped out, you know, and oh, so all this stuff it just popped out. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, the people asked me, I threw the, the all the offerings, I took their offerings, threw it in the fire, and I popped this golden calf. And look what it's done, you know. It's like, not me, it wasn't me. And the people are going, well, we didn't do it. It's golden calf. And the gold, golden calf says, I don't do anything. <laughs> so we, we seeing the same That's things right. that we're talking about right here. They had freedom, liberty in God's law, under his covering, under his government, from the mountain. And yet they wanted something else. They wanted to go back to the one of right. the gods of of egypt or whatever they wherever they'd seen that and so they go back to that yeah. and now the demonic kicks in into the into the influence demonic influence into the whole nation so much so that the levites and that's why the levites were separated from that point onwards as a tribe unto god because they didn't indulge it and they went out and cleansed the, the nation of it and, uh, and that's what it took, you know. So, and in that cleansing, it's nearly like right. we've got to see that as the priest, the priesthood of God now is that we've got to go in and we've got to begin to, and I'm not saying kill people, you know, that's not what I'm saying. And it's just, uh, but we've got to sort of no, cleanse out the, we've got to cleanse out all this stuff that enslaves people to this point. Yeah, cast down the false images. Yeah, cast them down, and and all its repercussions of false images. Yeah, all, all its regulations and all right. its obligations and all the thing, the the influence, the demo. You see that when when God says have dominion. In fact, I, you know, I saw another scripture. I love right. this dominion stuff, but uh, and then of course somebody said that's also dispensation, and it's not. But I saw this in Ephesians chapter one. It says. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who believe. And that word there again um, is, um, is iscus. And, and uh, that so um, the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who believe. And the word there is, again is iscus, that it's dominion, that God wants us to have, right. that we can see the dominion that we have in him. And and uh, and then at verse 21, it says that he is far above all rule, authority, and power, and dominion, and every name that is named. So he, all dominion in the earth, he is above it all, and we are in him exercise work walking in his dominion his rule right his power and that's that's where we go in and we begin to cleanse the nation you know cleanse in the sense of re-influencing them with the right influence 1 corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 you know it's just we come in with the pneumaticos of god but if we slaves we cannot operate in the pneumaticos no you can't you, you, can't, you, you cannot. It'll be minister. just like. Sorry? No. It'll be just like the Most yes. High. It'll yeah. look just like him. It'll taste like him. It'll appear like him, but it's not going to be him. It's not going to be him. And that's, he says, in fact, he says that in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he says, the, the carnal man does not understand the things of God. And he goes on no. chapter 3, verse no, 1 can't. and 2. And he goes, cannot. He cannot. You cannot understand the things of God. So, so if you if we are still stuck in the bondage of slavery to methods, to feasts, to whatever calendars, and all these rigorous and I, brother, we are touching on stuff that makes people mad. But you know what? It's just I feel like sometimes, and, and not big, and the Levites weren't like the holiest people out there. They were just for God, <laughs> that was in, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. just like, um, they were on the side of Moses and God, let's get out there and change it, you know, and so, um, right, I think well, I do believe in dispensation, I do believe in dispensation. Verse 10 of Ephesians chapter one, yeah. it says, that In the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in all things one in Christ. 
yeah. both which are in heaven and earth. We are in the dispensation of the fullness of times now. Yeah. This is the dispensation but of the fullness of time in Christ. But that's what I mean. Yeah. It, so, yeah. So here we've got this dispensation, but it is a dispensation of the fullness of Christ now. Yeah. So why are we trying to go out there and and establish all these other things when we have the fullness of Christ? Right. And it's the kingdom of God within you. Don't keep trying to put on the all these outward trappings yeah. and all these all these little um, what would you call it? Um, well, it's outward trappings. I, I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> it's not the way. We put on all these little. Yeah, we put on all this stuff. Um, we put on the robes. We put on the 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 shawls we put on the you know we we tie the bottom of our of our shirts in little tassels we uh, we go into pray and we tie a rope around our ankle um, you know we have bells around the bottom of our skirt and you know when we stop tinkling they drag us back out yes. so you know it's just one of those things that you just you know how far are we going to go with this yes how exactly. far are we gonna how far are we gonna go because it says once you begin fulfilling this, you better fulfill all of it. You, you better go all the whole way. Exactly. Where right. Did, where did I go now? Um, yeah, exactly. You, you know, once, but that's the thing is when you desire to be enslaved, when you go back, right. when you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved all over again. Right. So you desire, keep, desire to be. Oh, but but you know where your tension is is where your desire is going to be. So if you start desiring it, and you start giving it attention, that's where you go. You know, more and more you start going right. there. So I'm just looking up this um, the Greek word for for elemental things, and um, this is not the 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 Greek um, expo that I enjoy the most but it, it help does give you a good idea um i don't know how you pronounce the stoke stokion and it means something orderly to in arrangements <laughs> so listen the 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 elemental things are something that's orderly arranged by implication a serial fundamental constitu constituent proposition element principle rudiment Literally one in a row, one in a series. In the New Testament, always used in the plural, the basic parts, elements, or components of something. So um, it talks about elementary instruction, um, the philosophy, religion, particularly in contrasting ceremonial ordinances and the traditional and commandments of men with the tr without the true knowledge of Christ. So right. it's basically going back to this order of regulation, obligations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and right. you you keep religious well, days and months and seasons. And yeah. Well, going back to something you already said there in Galatians five one, stand fast. Yeah. Stand fast, therefore, then in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free right. not just set us free yeah we weren't set free we are a new creation we were created as free men yeah so why so stand fast in that and be not entangled again with this yoke of bondage because yeah. it is a yoke of bondage right start getting yoked up to this and yoked up to that and yoked up to this thing and yoked up to that thing and pretty soon you're so yoked up you have no more liberty I'm so enjoying it. I want to bring everybody else into that yoke right. because it assures me that I'm following God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't, I put that yoke then upon you, like you said, the Pharisees, you know, and I can't even keep that thing. Yeah. It's not making me free. My whole purpose is to, is to make sure that you're a free man, not, not bring you back into the yoke of bondage again. <laughs> Well, the only yoke so, that I want to be yoked to is Christ and and the Spirit of God. Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's the the. the says, for if I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law, yeah. then 
Christ is become, listen to this, if, I, if I'm doing the law, now it's just, not just talking about circumcising. It's talking about doing a portion of the law, and it says it profits you nothing. Verse 1 talks about entering again or entangling. It talks about an entanglement there of the yoke of bondage. And then verse 4 says, if you do these things, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Yep. Because you are justified by the law, and you are now fallen from grace. Yep. Well, now that's pretty, that's pretty straightforward there. I mean, as far as if I'm starting to do these things again and going back under this law, I'm now fall. Christ has become of no effect to me. Yeah. Well, that's it. And the thing about it is, is before we, we talk about, because he says in verse five, for we through the spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. And then before we just talk about faith as something to get something, uh, rather we should be talking right, about right. through the spirit by faith, we have this expectation of, of walking right. in the fullness of everything that God has for us, because that's how we connect with the spirit, with the supernatural of God. So we've got to move, right. you know, the thing I, I, what I wrote here in my Bible is because um, the, this American standard Bible, a uh, new American standard Bible says you have been severed from Christ uh, you who are seeking to be justified by law or by regulation, you have fallen from grace. And so by law is flesh, by grace is the spirit. And that's that's really the contrast right. we have in, in the book of uh, the letter of Galatians is the contrast between flesh and spirit. Constantly, Paul is talking right. about that. And if you're gravitating to the flesh, the flesh will enslave you. When you're trying to fulfill things right. in the flesh, you're being enslaved. But if you're fulfilling things in the spirit, you're walking in grace. You're walking in Christ. And, and that is a spiritual right. thing where a new expectation, a new uh, and, and, and a birthing of this, um, what he talks about, the hope of righteousness. You know, it's it's not something that we don't have, but that we can walk in the fullness of it. I, you know, I, that's right. That's well, verse 17 says that the, basically that the spirit and the and the flesh diametrically opposed to each other. Right, right. The spirit and the flesh are. Yeah. And then verse 18 says, if you're not led by the spirit, or if you're led by the spirit, then you are not under the law. Ah, there it is. Summarized. One little verse, few words. Yes. If you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law you're not obligated to habitually right carry out the 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 law or the regulation of the law you're not you're not you're not right <laughs> verse 16 says but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh <laughs> so as we that's that's, right. we come if we are connected yoked to pneumaticos to the, the working of the spirit of God, the spiritual things that are in Christ. And, and the reason it's in Christ, because Christ is the fulfillment of all these regulations. That was the whole point. Otherwise, right. otherwise we just keep going for full yeah. law. You know, it's like we come into this and in Christ, we yoke to the, we yoke to Christ by the spirit. And now we walk in pneumaticos. We walk in the spiritual things, the supernatural things. We initiate from the spirit. We hear from the spirit. We're led by the spirit of God. We're not coming anymore under the slavery of the law uh, and regulation and obligation. Right. And the thing about it is a lot of it is man-made. That's the thing. It's not, it's not even well, yeah. God-made, you know, it's man-made stuff. So yeah, doctrines of man. It's, doctrines of man, doctrines of devil. I mean, it's, it's interesting to me that he that he makes that distinction that there are doctrines of men and doctrines of devils. Yeah. Wow. Now it, he lumps them into kind of the same deal there, yeah. but it isn't the doctrine of God. It's the doctrines of men and doctrines of devils. That's it. And um, there's there's a lot of stuff that we make up to try to be like the Most High as well. I mean. Yeah. I can't imagine how much more satanic you can be at that point. 
Well, that's it. You know, to, I'm going to be just like the most high. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's, it's, but like, like we said there, if you're led by the spirit of God, you're not going to do that stuff. You're not going to be under that yeah. uh, because you've been set free. The, the first you, verse you start about, you know, that we are, we are being translated from that kingdom of darkness right. into the kingdom of God's son, into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of God. We've already been translated into that. Yeah. Why are we still trying to get there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why are we trying to make it happen? You know, it's just like, right. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. We, we've, we've got to get hooked up. I mean, that's sort of the theme of what we talk about all the time, Steve, is being hooked up to the spirit, you know, it's just, and I'm not saying that we always get it right, right but, but we can, it's, it's when we change our paradigm, you know, it's like when we change from this thing right. of that, we're trying to coerce God, appease God, and, and somehow get ourselves, you know, fulfill a bunch of obligations that somehow God will love us, like us, bless us more than somebody else in the world. You know, it doesn't work like that. It's just that's not the, what the kingdom of God is about. Definitely not. And I urge right. you, you know, is that do, um, and I'm talking now to the audience at large, I, you know, I really like to urge you to, Again, I think I've said this before, but just go to BibleGateway.com in the top, uh, your search bar, put in kingdom, and then do all the New Testament searches on kingdom. In fact, just do uh, a lot of searches on kingdom. Do Daniel as well. Daniel has got loads of it, but um, do, you know, what, oh, what yeah. did he say about kingdom? What did he say about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven? And go meditate on that and make some notes on it because it's revolutionary. You know, if you really spend time on it, um, it will make such a difference in your life. And I mean, that's where we started. And that's where I want to end right now is in between is like, how do we get there? And then how do we influence the world with it? It's not because we, we impose regulation on them. Because that's what we do is when we are slaves, we want to make everybody else slaves as well. And um, I love what one guy says. He says, there's a difference between deliverance and freedom. He says, you can be delivered, but not free. And so Christ has wow. redeemed us and delivered us, but we have not yet walked in, our, walked in our freedom. Deliverance is an act that Christ has done. But freedom is, is a process that you have to take responsibility for. And that's the renewing of your mind so that you move from this, this darkness, this tyranny, this slavery into understanding, living, walking in, doing, knowing, doing, yeah. and living the kingdom of God. That's really what it is. Because you believe you're still in captivity. Yeah, that's it. Uh, as long as you've got captive up here, you know, you can be out of jail, but you can still. And that's what happened to the, the Israelites. You know, they were out of Egypt, but Egypt right. was out of them. You know, it took they couldn't renew their mind. It took them 40 years to actually uh, be transformed into they had to transform the whole nation. In fact, to in fact, get them to the place where they could see themselves as free from Egypt. And unfortunately, many Christians in the church are still in slavery to religion and and the world's way right. of doing it. That's really it's just it's just packaged differently with a different tag on it, but it's the same thing. And we've got to begin right. to a place where we understand that we are not in that place anymore. We are now part of the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have forgiveness of sins. There's there's not you're not having to appease God to like you anymore. He loves you just the way you are. Right. So get right. your freedom. Get your freedom. Get your freedom. Get your freedom. Amen. All right. Thank you, Steve, again for a wonderful discussion. I get so fired up in these Friday mornings. Um, just really enjoy it. So <laughs> uh, appreciate it, man. I just want to get out and preach now somewhere. Glory to God. Um, That's right. All right. So thanks for being with us. Thank you, Steve, for being with us, with me and us again. And thank you for joining us on this conversation on the KLE podcast and the KLE podcast page and everywhere else we appear. So, um, hey, find us somewhere. Give us a listen. Give us a share. 
um, if you think uh, somebody needs you to care. And so share out there and uh, let other people get to hear uh, some something that might just inspire them to think differently and to change their life. Uh, that's the whole point. All right. So thanks for being with us. We love you and appreciate you. Until next time, this is Sean and Steve saying, God bless you.